Hello there, Dunder Mifflinites, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a sleepy time podcast to help you relax, enjoy The Office, and fall asleep without screens. I almost forgot how the intro went because it has been weeks since I've recorded a new episode, but I'm so happy to be back in your ears helping you fall asleep. Thank you for your patience. The last I did... I missed the last two weeks of uploading because of some absolute uh, crazy headaches, but uh, I'm back. And so thank you for your patience. I missed those. I actually blew right past the one-year anniversary of the podcast last November. Uh, I believe the 9th was the first episode. And so um, thank you. I can't. I, can, like, I, I literally cannot believe how... Uh, how well this has been received, the positive comments and feedback uh, that you have sent in, and the iTunes reviews, the five stars, my goodness, uh, how how amazing. So thank you for your patience as I went through uh, the move and uh, a little bit of delays. Um, I will save, I will spare you the awful details because tonight we have a super-sized episode. Tonight is season four, episode five. Uh, so these episodes were technically double episodes, so the last episode in the feed is correct. I did not skip one, uh, but this is episode five, which is Launch Party. And, I, I, you know, I always say about setting your sleep timers in 20 minutes, and so make sure all that stuff is set. Uh, and if you do like these longer episodes, of course, Twitter uh, is a good place to reach out, as well as uh, iTunes reviews. I, I respond well to iTunes reviews, as you as you may know. But I don't want you to do any of that now. Uh, right now is just about getting cozy, relaxing, and going to sleep. So we're going to start off with the episode because this is one of the classic cold opens. This, I'm telling you, I've said it before, season four is, is one of the pinnacles of this show because we start off in the conference room, everybody fixated, on the TV, not even listening to Michael, waiting for the DVD logo to hit the corner of the TV. And I think it resonates so well because we I did this when I was in grade school. I think many people did this when they were younger. And Jim is explaining they're just dying for it to hit the corner, but it never does. Pam believes that she saw it one day when she was alone. Yeah, okay. And it's amazing to see Jim's demeanor in season four because it's he does play it so differently than previous seasons. He plays it differently because he is uh, he's in love. He's much happier than previous seasons. And Andy screams, come on. I'll also say... Uh, you know, as I get into here, I have not yet fully set up my recording area. So if this episode sounds a little bit more echoey, oh, that was a car outside, uh, a little more, it's, this one might sound different, but I will be refining my recording setup so that I don't have as much background noise or, uh, you know, it, I will get back to the state that I previously had in recording. So, uh, always your your patience is always appreciated and now we're in the theme song so the dvd did end up hitting the corner and there was a viral video a couple years ago that i always think about where 
um, it was like a bar. The bar had a projector and the DVD thing hit in the corner and just the entire bar erupted. And I like, that's one of the ways that the office like truly permeates, uh, trend, I should say transcends, uh, just being something in pop culture. It's uh, it's a lifestyle really the office. We start off with Meredith coming over to Jim to sign her, her cast, which is the cast she's wearing when she broke her pelvis. And so it basically looks like a big diaper. And Creed is like, oh, yeah. Meredith says, I'll read it when I get home. Jim is very uncomfortable. There's a press release given to Michael from Ryan. Attention Earthlings. I should start the next, I should start the next episode like that. Dunder Mifflinites comes from the boat episode. Earthlings is a newer one. And Dwight is looking a little scraggly. He's got kind of a beard there. Today, the Dunder Mifflin Infinity website officially launches. And Michael explains that this is the brainchild of his brainchild. All the branches are going to have satellite parties with webcams. This is like Zoom in the very early days. This is Zoom 13 years ahead of uh, when it was a reality. VIPs, Michael believes, are going to be at the party. By 6 o'clock, the website will be the best salesman in the company. I'm not going to be beaten by a website. Kelly wants to know if the press release mentions if Ryan is seeing anybody. Dwight wants to beat the website in sales. Angela says the website is going to win. I will prove you wrong. Ooh, a lot of bitterness. Pam explains, Dwight Mercy killed Angela's cat. It's caught a lot of unpleasantness in the office who are both prone to unpleasantness. And now we have the website. Stanley's doing a little dance. He's like into the song there. Phyllis. Now we have Ryan feet up on the desk. Flying at 30,000 feet. This is a paper company. We're not getting into a beauty contest. And he gets kicked out of an office. We're going gorilla. It's weird because he's supposed to go to a different office, but this office looks the same. He's he's uh, very Steve Jobs. Now we have Andy with a whiteboard. He's going to record his sales. Andy in his classic uh, Connecticut casual, Connecticut business attire. Wearing like a baby blue slacks with a blazer and tie. 
Jim says, zippity doo dah. Dwight says, look, we need something more to acknowledge a sale. A bell, a gong. Dwight says, go to my car, open the trunk. You will see many pellets. There's a case. It's a bear horn. Yes. Now we have the lunch party sign. 7 p.m. is late for a lunch party. Angela. What is wrong with you? Phyllis says, look, Angela's worse than usual. So I googled how to deal with difficult people. And I have all of this. We're going to try out some new techniques today. How do you feel? I feel angry. Angry at you. Angry at you for doing something stupid. For me believing you could do something not stupid. That must be awful. Yeah, Angela is on a tear. Then it would say lunch party, Kevin. Would it be better if it said lunch party? Okay. Wow. Easy boost. <laughs> Easy boost receipts. Oh my god. Here's sixty-five dollars for your budget. Your cat is still dead. All right. Dwight is carving up with a power gel. You have to fuel like a winner. Here we go. All right. Jim rolls over to Pam's desk. What would you say if I could pull a prank on Dwight and not work? Pam's like, look, he's coming through a breakup. He's also being super annoying. Bear horn. Yeah, first sale, three reams in your face machines. I could offer free shipping. Oh, okay, this is, this is a great one. So there, the chat pops up and it says, who am I to Dwight? He looks very confused. He says, you tell me. And so then Jim is feeding information to Dwight, or feeding information to Pam, who is now messaging Dwight. And Dwight is like, oh, look at this. It is my job to destroy you. And then Dwight looks up at Jim and Pam skeptically. How do I know this isn't Jim? Jim walks away from the desk, perfect, and the computer says to Dwight, what is a gym? Dwight says, look, this happens sometimes to robots. I have been salesman of the month for 13 of the last 12 months. I did so well last February, they gave me two plaques in lieu of a pay raise. Now we're in the conference room. Michael is wearing a very tight shirt. Way too tight. It's all the women in the office and Oscar. Oscar says, is this why I'm here? 
He says it just looks bad. There's the webcam. We never see this guy again. I don't know who that guy is. He's not like the IT guy. I don't know. Pam answers the phone. Jan is on the phone. Why don't you want to go to the party? Your friends will be there. He really wants Jan to be at the party as his eye candy. And she just says, go by yourself. If I go by myself, it'll make things worse. Can I invite Carol? Oh, no, no, no. Just the first girl that popped in my head. Bear horn. Yeah. The computer is now at 3.05. And then it's at 3.80. Very close. 4.02. Andy says, hey, lay off, lady. 412. Michael is now chatting with Jim and Pam back in the break room. I got two tickets in the party tonight. What are you doing this evening? They're both like, eh. They have their own little language. We'll go. Michael's like, hey, I'm thinking Pam, but also Boy's Not Out. They've assumed that the tickets were for both of them, but it's for Michael and a plus one. And they're both like, look, not it. If anything, it was a tie. Oh, Dwight has now said he ordered from the website. Why would you eat or from a computer? The personal touch of a salesman. You look a little worried, says Jim to Dwight. Jim has a particularly blue dress shirt on. The computer says you look worried. Dwight looks for a camera. Here's a suggestion, computer. I assume you... One, 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 one. One, 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 one. I should look that up. While you were typing that, I searched every database in existence, learned every fact about, uh, and mastered the violin, and sold more paper. Every shot of Dwight reading the chat, he looks so baffled and concerned. Phyllis and Angela are having their standoff. Phyllis is so pleased when she uses this term. Phyllis, these are spoons. Spoons have rounded tops. Oh, Angela plays it so perfectly. We need forks or tiny spears and knives. Do you understand me now? She plays an amazing bad guy, Angela. Angela Kinsey, Angela Martin. Daryl delivering some paper. 
up to Kelly. Oh, the computer is crushing it. Yep, Dwight, I'm the fight of my life and every sale counts. Daryl, it knows what you did. Return it. Hey. Don't yell at Miss Kapoor. You go back to your desk. Saw multiple reams like a man. I'm going to tell her that you were responsible. Who's it? A little standoff between Daryl and Kelly is like, oh my goodness. Hi, Daryl. You still missing Ryan? Daryl's like, hmm. That's the spark right there. We have a little red box, which are leads from Staples. I never thought I would break into them. How would you like to pay 10% less for paper than you're paying right now? So he opens, he, he breaks his blast case of emergency. Jim says, all right, let me say goodbye to Pam. Bye. Jim kind of whispers to her there. And everybody is like, all right, see you, Michael. You guys take off early tonight. Angela, there's a party for the website. I've been planning for two weeks. Michael makes a tall joke. Not impressed, not amused, Angela. Oh, I didn't realize we could use the leads we stole from the stables. The computer. Ten reams for the district court. Now Dwight is nearly, nearly beating the computer. Andy gives the horn a nice long blow. Give me that. There's still an hour. So now we have Jim and Michael in the car. Michael, Michael is having, is reading Green Eggs and Ham. He says... They were sold out of Oh the Places You'll Go. Michael blows kisses to the Pennsylvania sign. One for me, one for Jan. You guys should come over for dinner. Oh, that sets the groundwork for the dinner party. Come over Friday. You're going to let me know when we're close, right? Chat room. There's a password to get in. Which is password? Jim turns on a turn signal. He says, That's an invitation to an online party. Are there three W's? Yep. So Jim, Jim weasels his way out of that one. Out of sheer luck. 
We're already in the city. What do you want me to do tonight? I'm going to throw up if I have to go back. I'm going to throw up. I'm throwing up right now. This is like when the freshmen throw a party and when let the seniors go. There's all those little nuggets through the series that show that like Michael had a slightly traumatic or, uh, you know, there are a rough few events in Michael's life. And this is one of them. Oh, he throws the green eggs and ham. Two, one. Dwight beat the computer that day. Andy says, I'm very happy to report Dwight Schrute has crushed his electronic nemesis by 52 reams. No, 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 the whole thing. And he's like, oh, did you hear that? I did it for you. He whispers to Angela. You didn't have to ask. You send them a notarized letter to tell them that it's over. What if the recipient is your notary? That's a great, that's a great one, Angela. Do you have any men you could fix me up with? I would like to have a relationship with a man. Let me know. You can tell Pam feels kind of bad. She messages, you beat me. You are the superior being. Dwight, you can tell he's, he's very emotional. Why aren't you in New York, says Oscar, as Michael walks in to the office. I think I faked Stanley out too. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Who needs New York? No, no, no. Nothing like your party. This'll be good. What's wrong with Dwight? Good for you. Scranton Power. Angela, come to my office. Bring something to write with and something to write on. That's actually uh, a good tip. I had a manager once who was like, don't come into my office unless you are, you know, unless you are prepared to take notes. Because if I tell you something and you don't remember it, I'm going to be very upset. There was a certain executive who I cared about. I'm not going to cry over it, said Michael. I did that on the car on the way home. These are some things that I would like to have happen as he hands a list over. Beer, light beer, streamers, something made of ice. Pizza with white pizza steak. Sexier, cooler, and more important. Someone famous from Scranton? Joe Biden. Look at that. Everybody, Michael wants everybody on the webcam to say, how did they get Al Roker to come? I wouldn't say that if I didn't 100% believe it. 
Angela is very flustered. We don't have a lot of time here. I'll get the pizza. I would eat a, I would eat an entire pizza right now. And he says, hey, what do you think of Angela? I think she's efficient. W-O-M-A-N. You hadn't noticed that she's a woman? I hear she's single and ready to mingle. Dwight says, I think it's inappropriate to date someone you work with. You should date Kelly. She works in the annex. You can also date Toby. Andy's like, oh, okay. I thought we had a moment here when I helped you track the board. Oh, oh, what an incredible episode. Guess who just ordered from Alfredo? Pizza by Alfredo or Alfredo? No, 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 no. What do y'all talk at the same time? I don't understand. Talk to him. There's a very big difference between these two pizza places in quality of ingredients and overall taste. Which one did you order from? He opens up. Pizza by Alfredo. And they say, oh, oh no. What's better, a medium amount of good pizza or all you can eat, a pretty good pizza? And everybody unanimously agrees. <laughs> better pizza. Less of the better pizza. It's like eating a hot circle of garbage. Wow, what an incredible episode. Phyllis says you can pick one of these things. It's unreasonable to do all of this. Phyllis th throws post-it notes at her face. That seemed to shut her up. Andy is like, looking for dinner and a movie? Because you're not going to find it in a box. Kevin's like, oh my goodness. I know where you can find it. Angela's not even listening. Not in the box. What? Hello? She's saying, look, my youth is number two quit. There's no one in charge of orchids, chocolates, or ice. Kevin had Greek food for lunch again. They say you shouldn't mix business with pleasure. Explain how a putt-putt golf company operates. We got the pizza by Alfredo delivery. He, he said you don't have to say it like that. Sixty-three fifty without a tip. Coupon. Half off. It's order of two pizzas. He says, "Look, you think I was gonna spend sixty bucks on pizza? <laughs> it's not pizza. If it's your policy, you should say it on the coupon." He just kind of shrugs. Not my problem. That's no way to do business. I ordered. A pizza with a half off coupon. 
great story. 63.50 without tip. He says, all right, you don't get pizzas. There's a, a little fight here between the teenage delivery driver and the manager. You're not going anywhere until you figure this out. This is not how you treat people. I don't care if it's pizza. It's about respect and accountability. Follow through. And pull the rug out from under somebody. Escort this young man into the conference room. You don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Dwayne dutifully executes Michael's wishes. Stanley says, hey, did you find anything? Seems like a kidnapping. Can you look up accomplices? And then we have a shot of Dwight. He's like, look, I've seen this kid before. He sneaks on my farm, and uh, the kid says, yeah, that's that farmer that grows crappy weed. Michael says, you going to give me a discount? No. What kind of business is this? The best paper company in the whole wide world, buddy. You better think about what you're doing. I don't have to think or do anything. You have a snot-nosed punk kid. You don't know anything about sales. He seems like he's... It seems like he's projecting his frustration of Ryan onto the delivery guy. Stop making him say the word loser. Everybody says, we're accomplices. Jim says, you need to let him go. The jerk boy. The world would be a better place if people were held accountable for their actions. I'm not kidnapping him. I'm keeping him until I get what I want. Alfredo? May I speak to a manager? Tell the manager... I am keeping his delivery kid until I get a discount on my pizzas. Throw in two, three pizzas just for our trouble, Ransom, Jim says. I never noticed there's dumbbells on the back of Michael's office. He said no. No, no. Dwight pops some balloons to intimidate. Angela knocks on the door, and Dwight lets her in. And he says, why are you looking at her like that? Hey. He kind of checks back in on her. Dwight is very heartbroken. Michael just called the pizza place with a list of demands. We're getting hungry. We're all accomplices now. We might as well eat. We would like to order good pizza by Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. You know, I drove through Scranton not too long ago, and I wish I would have got pizza. It could have been done in another hour. 
That's why you're not in charge, Meredith. Oh, an ice sculpture. One thing made of ice. Angela's like, oh my goodness. It's just ice that's gonna melt on the floor. Andy's like, I stole it. Oh, and then we have Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. I would still eat a whole pizza. Pam says, look, just wave and introduce yourself on the camera. If I take a pizza, do you think you could take some sodas, napkins, and maybe on the roof? Oh, yeah. Different stuff. Perfect. Jim, now we have Jim and Pam. Do you have the thing we say at the first day of work? Enjoy this moment. You'll never go back to this time before you met Dwight. And that's when I knew. He came out to my desk and he said, this might sound weird. There's no reason for me to know this. That mixed berry yogurt has expired. Can we make it a different moment? No. That's a great moment. Now we have the branch managers poorly introducing themselves. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hey, you're my salesman. Beat your stupid computer. And Dwight puts his hand up. Always a jokester. And Kelly puts his pizza right on the TV. If anyone out there is listening, I'm being held here against my will. I'm a minor. Andy, like, scratches her back. You said your upper back itched. I know this is weird. I've repulsed you up until including now. I like you. I'm not dating you. Angela is stubborn as a mule. Fairly strong vibes that she's not interested. Dwight, small smirk. As this is this is as they're both standing outside of the bathroom for no, no apparent reason, but we all know it's because Dwight is allowing the delivery kid to go to the bathroom. Ten more seconds, he says. Michael says, you seen Jim? You know, maybe before the cops find out. I'm just scaring him. Make him think you're doing something. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. He's like, thumbs up. <laughs> oh my god. Michael realizes the situation is now completely out of control. I kidnapped a kid. You had to. I could have paid for the pizza. Mm-hmm. This is Michael. Hey, this is Ryan. Thanks for the shout-out. Why is there a kid on your webcam saying that he's being held against his will? <laughs> his hangs up on him. Go in there. 
pay him for the pizzas, give him a generous tip. She's like, are you going to pay me back? Dwight is like, what's the deal here? He's like, uh, deal with it. Very tense situation as Michael grapples with it. So what, the kid sat there for what? Three hours? Or he pays him. Dwight, Dwight's handing him money out of his wallet. He's heading out. Gives him the finger on the way out. He goes, okay. I guess I deserve that. He goes, all right. Good, good we avoided that situation. Dwight says, hey, can you pay me back for the pizzas? I was like, not now. Not now, Dwight. And now we have just a really nice scene with Chim and Pam sitting on the, uh, the roof, sharing their non-specific beverages. And we have Andy running, he's now picking up the phone and walking around the office. The phones are ringing, he's answering them, putting on speaker. All a very elaborate attempt to ask Angela out. He says, he does a little acapella here with the others on the phone. Angela's like, what? What is going on? Andy, clearly very nervous as he does this, singing to her. Angela gives a little bit of a smile. <laughs> Pouring his heart out right now. Everybody else singing beautifully. <laughs> Angela looks a little bit overwhelmed. Andy looks completely nervous and overwhelmed as he sings. And he hits his signature high note. To end it, please. And then ends. Silence. Complete silence. And they're like, oh, and then the whole, it turns around, the whole office is watching. And they... They're like, what did she say? Did, what, what's the answer? He's like, I'll call you back. She stands up and says, I need to go take down the party. And has like a huge, walks away with a, a fairly sizable, it's a big smile for Angela, basically. And Dwight is like, oh my goodness, walk, dead man walking. He goes into Michael's office, closes the door. Michael was like, well, I think we dodged a bullet on that one. Pizza by Alfredo's, man. That's all it comes down to. But this is, you know, talking about the party, he's like, hey, we don't need to be at the party. But then he's like, look, we can be there. We can get there. Very shortly. Yeah, he says, all right, let's go. They get to the party, everything's pretty much cleaned up and empty, but they're eating leftover sushi. Like, hey guys, get the hell out of here. We're closed. I have a feeling you'll be able to hear that truck in the recording. I'm not too happy about it. So, 
Jackson. The next shot is Dwight and Michael eating sushi on top of a car. And when a guy walks by and says, Hey, was that you that said that thing to Ryan? That was amazing. Oh, wait a minute. Is that... Is that Kelly or... Uh, oh my goodness. Is that Holly's future boyfriend? I need to fact check that. That might be... It looks like it could have been him. What was his name? Is it Josh? No, it's not Josh. Oh, what is Holly's boyfriend's name when he moves? I feel like that was him. I don't know. Dwight. Dwight and Michael. Hanging out. Bonding. Nice moment between the two of them. I would eat some sushi right now. I would eat some sushi for sure. And uh, that's the episode. The next time they're here, they do the date night out. I can't. I feel like that's coming very shortly. Uh, but that's it. That is the Dunder Mifflin Infinity Launch Party episode. And I appreciate you again your patience. Uh, as I get the episodes up and running. And I forgot to mention in the beginning my new podcast about the Scrubs one. I'll mention the beginning of the next one because I think uh, the word can get out there. So, good night, sleep tight. This has been a great Scott production. <laughs>